You can read it today and still laugh. I'm beginning to be sorry that I ever undertook to write this book. Not that it bores me. I have nothing else to do. Indeed, it is a welcome distraction from eternity. But the book is tedious. It smells of the tomb. It has a rigor mortis about it. A serious fault, and yet a relatively small one. For the greatest defect of this book is you, dear reader. You want to live fast, to get to the end, and the book ambles along very slowly. You like straight, solid narrative and the smooth style. But this book and my style are like a pair of drunks. They stagger to the right and to the left. They start and they stop. They mutter, they roar, they guffaw, they threaten the sky. They slip and fall. And fall. This book has a kind of a pessimistic worldview that is quite unusual in in Brazilian, you know, traditional writing literature, and that I really agree with. I mean, I have the same sort of slightly pessimistic views on human life. If I had eyes, I would shed a tear of remembrance for you. And this is the great advantage of being dead: that if you have no mouth with which to laugh. Neither do you have eyes with which to cry. The fact that you will have a writer writing from beyond the grave is、uh, truly exciting, but he will surprise you at every change of、uh, chapter. Chapter one hundred and thirty-six. And if I am not greatly mistaken, I have just written an utterly unnecessary chapter. The way that he will narrate our lives, and we know how we tell the stories of our lives, and with Facebook we now have <sighs> these timelines and everything. So this is a very sophisticated Facebook account from the dead. Chapter one hundred and thirty-four. Fifty years. I was fifty years old. Fifty years. I fear that if any female reader has got this far, she will now shut the book and refuse to read the rest. Fifty years, not yet decrepit, but certainly not robust. Come ten more, and I shall understand the significance of something that an Englishman once.